Hey everybody, Matt Camp here with Deal Machine. Uh, we're proud to team up with Tom Zeeb here to give you guys a ton of free stuff. So our goal here is to give you the free toolkit to get out there and start finding off-market deals. Um, we're proud to say we're the highest rated and most reviewed app out there to go find off-market deals. And we've had over 10,000 deals done using the Deal Machine app. Now, when you download it, you can get it for free at tomzeeb.com slash dealmachine, and you'll get a seven-day free trial with that. And jumping into Deal Machine, you'll be able to go out there, start driving for dollars, start pulling lists, start finding the most motivated sellers in your market. And then you can start marketing to them directly. You can skip trace, you can send them postcards, you can knock on their door. There's a variety of things that we can help you out with using our technology. And then from there, you can actually evaluate the deals, You know, comp it, use our AI assistant to help you out there as well. You really get the full toolkit to go from you know having no real estate experience to landing your first deal using technology. So it's tomzeebcom slash deal machine for that free trial. With it, if you go through that link, you're going to get $30 free in marketing credits that cover a couple hundred free skip traces or 50 free postcards, give you everything that you need to start reaching out to sellers. So um, get out there and happy deal finding. Because there's nothing worse than just getting rid of your J-O-B, uh, getting rid of the prison of a job but then moving into a prison cell that you just happen to own. Because that's what a lot of people do when they, when they start a business. They, they basically create their own prison cell. And that's never made any sense to me. And it's because they're not taking these principles and keeping them at the beginning. Welcome to the Get Traction Podcast. If you are ready to learn exactly what it takes to become a real estate entrepreneur, this is the show for you. With your host, founder of Traction Real Estate Mentors and president of the Traction Real Estate Investors Association, Tom Z. Welcome back, everyone. It's Tom Z with the Get Traction Podcast. And with me on the line, as always, is my producer, Harry Duran. Hey, Harry. How's it going, Tom? Awesome, thanks. Hey, Harry, I was thinking for this episode, Let's talk a little bit about what happens at my three-day rapid cash generator implementation bootcamp. Because people have asked me, uh, what's what's on the agenda? What do you cover? What do I walk away with? You know, if I walk in knowing nothing, uh, what do I walk out knowing? That kind of thing. So I thought that might be a good topic for today. Yeah, I think uh, we've talked about it a couple of times and you've referenced it in past episodes. And I think maybe we can build up a little bit of FOMO and see what people are missing out on by not attending. Sounds good. Well, you know, one of the things I start with is a, a quote from Eisenhower, President Eisenhower, General Eisenhower. He had said uh, that plans are nothing, but planning is everything. Hmm. Now think about that for a minute. Yeah. Your plans are nothing, but planning is everything. So how do you spend all this time planning and figuring something out, but then it winds up being worth nothing? Then, then why would you do it? It's because the plan itself falls apart the moment you put it into place, right? Because, mm. you know, life happens and the phone rings and you get distracted or things don't go as planned. But because you've gone through the planning process, you know, you know how to adapt and adjust and move around. Why did that one resonate for you uh, as something to kick off the, the boot camp with? Because that's exactly what we're doing at the implementation bootcamp is planning. We're coming, we're coming up with a plan of what you ought to be doing, mm. but you have to understand that the, you know, the moment you leave the bootcamp, start to put it into place, it, things are going to get a little random. Sometimes a, a phone call may not go exactly as planned. Uh, a seller might say yes, right away. They might say no right away. They might hem and haw and say maybe right away. And you've got to know how to readjust what you're doing to get yourself back on track so that your overall plan is happening, right? Victory is, is, is the plan. But how, how, do you, how do you get there that's gonna change? And the fact that we spend so much time at the implementation bootcamp, figuring out the various pieces and making sure you understand it 
you know, from the top, from the bottom, from the side, then you under, you can, you can tweak that as uh, the randomness of life occurs. Makes sense. So with that, what I like to do is we've got to cover at each implementation bootcamp, a number of different things. So you've got to have that base level understanding, right? You know, what is real estate investing? What is wholesaling? What's rehabbing? What's landlording? Where do they all fit into the process? Which ones make sense for you personally, like for where are you at right now, but also where are you at in the future? Where do you want to be? If you, what do you want to get to and how is that going to change? And what's, what's always fascinating to me, Harry, is that it, everybody in the room is in a slightly different position. I've got people that are advanced investors, intermediate investors, beginning investors. And so how do you get somebody that knows nothing to be as interested in it as somebody who knows a lot mm. and still find the same value in what you're saying? That's all, that's always been the trick. And I think I do that well by getting the beginner to understand, ah, now I get the process, right? They go from not understanding anything to understanding it at the end. And the advanced person is going, ah, I see where I need to tweak. I see where I need to constantly adjust. I see where I might need to retool my business to make sure I'm still getting the result I want. So what's important there is that you actually don't need to have selected or defined which specific aspect of real estate investing you want to go with by by attending you can get a feel for what's involved in each one of those and see which one of those are a better fit for you absolutely my primary exit strategy is wholesaling i love wholesaling because that fits me like a glove that fits my personality like a glove that's what i like doing but whether you're going to rehab a property wholesale a property or buy and hold it and, and you keep it as a landlord you still need to find the deal you still need to make the deal and you still got to get paid and so that beginning uh, those beginning steps of the process are all the same. So what you choose as an exit strategy is purely dependent on what you need. You know, do you need a wad of cash now or are you looking to build cash flow? You know, are you broke as a joke like I was starting out? Uh, therefore, you really need to just earn some money right now. Uh, or maybe you have money or you have a secure job or your spouse has a secure job and you're thinking more for the long term, how do I build cash flow? So you can figure all those things out. And then as we get into the boot camp, you're able to to understand where you're at and what you need and say, all right, this is what I'm going to focus in on. Makes sense. We also spend a lot of time focusing on where are you going to do this? Because some people want to do it in their own backyard. Some people want to do it in the town they're not in yet. Maybe they want to be there. Maybe it's where their family lives or where they're from or where their kids are going to school. Um, it doesn't particularly matter where you are currently. It's where do you want to be investing? Every implementation bootcamp will have people from all across the country. So everyone's in a different spot and yet you have to make them understand what is your local area consist of and what is it made of and what parts of town is this going to work best in? So I break that down. How do you define your farm area? And what I tell people is, look, if I, if I parachuted you into a new city and, and gave you a week to figure this out, what would you do? And we approach defining your farm area just like that. What's it, you know, what's it going to be? If you, if you were dropped in, how do you figure out, all right, this is the area I want to focus on. I know nothing about this town. So what kind of people do I need to meet? What kind, how do I start to approach and motivate sellers? How do I identify the right neighborhoods? And when you think about it that way, then, then suddenly people can go, okay, now I understand from my own town where I live, my own city, this is what I've got to do. Because you, you present it as if you were parachuted in there for the very first time. 
What type of uh, makeup do you get in terms of um, attendees, like where they're from? You get a lot of local folks, you got people flying in. Uh, what type of mix is it usually? It's both. So uh, I do the implementation bootcamp in the DC area. I'm based in the DC area. Usually it's around half, let's say 50 to 60% of the people are from the local area and the other half of the people are from across the country. You know, they've met me when I've spoken at their local real estate investors association, uh, or they found me online and they, and they fly to DC for the implementation bootcamp. One of the things, Harry, then we, we got to look at is how do we buy? What, what's, you know, is there a formula? There is, I go through that formula. And most importantly, some people say, oh, how can it be that formulaic? Well, you've got to tweak your formula to your local area. And I teach people, how do you, how do you identify what that is? How do you tweak it? How do you make sure you're, you're adjusting the formula correctly for what works in your area, whether you're buying yourself or whether you're buying the, or whether you're investing the wholesale it, right? To, to, to sell it to somebody else. So we want to take that formula, quick sidebar on the formula. I always have people argue that there, there can't be a formula. People just use the numbers and they figure it out. And I always hear that argument. And the funny thing is it always winds up coming back to even people who aren't quote unquote using the formula, they wind up basically using the formula. They have their own way of doing it and it winds up being formulaic. So what I tell people is things are going to follow this formula because people want to make sure they're making a profit in the end. And when you violate the formula, then people don't take your deal from you. They're not, you're not going to find a rehabber or a landlord to buy a deal from you that is so unprofitable or non-compliant with the formula. So even, even people that claim to not be following a formula, they have a rough idea in their head what they're after, and you need to make sure that you are giving serving them those deals on a silver platter. Otherwise, you're dead in the water. Okay. In this kind of formula, if you're figuring out what's a property worth, how much is it going to take to repair it, and what's the lowest price you can get from the seller, well, then I'm also going to be teaching you how you figure out those three specific numbers. So what does make a good comp? How do you know what a property is really worth in the end? We've got to break that down, and that's what we do. Um, I also talk about uh, on the repair side, how do you figure out the repair estimate? That's tricky for a lot of people if you're not a professional rehabber or if you've never done that kind of work before. So a lot of times I bring in my own contractor and we quiz my contractor for a couple of hours. I put him in the hot seat and we will, here's what it takes in this level. You know, you, we, we break it down into three levels of properties, an A level property, a B level property, a C level property. That should be fairly self-explanatory, right? You got your A levels or your beautiful, fantastic, uh, um, happy homeowner, uh, nice houses mm -hmm. that look good. Your Bs are your average properties. Uh, think maybe probably rentals and C level properties are your lower end rentals, not as nice. And so there's different repair costs for each level of property. And we walk you through how to figure that out, you know, what your materials cost is, what your labor cost is, how to tweak that for the various parts of the country. And that way you're, you're, you're going in with one of those three critical numbers. You're understanding that middle number, that repair estimate, you're understanding that correctly. Anyway, so we talk about how you build these numbers and we also got to know since so much of this is specific for what you need and what you want to do, I have exercises that we all do to break it down. What are the advantages and disadvantages of wholesaling, of rehabbing, of landlording so that you can properly figure out where you fit into the process. I also spend a lot of time on the first day of the bootcamp talking about buyers and building your buyers list. What are the different kind of buyers we're after? What are the pros and cons of each? Where do we find them? And once we find them, how do we communicate with them? Because um, identifying them is one thing, but 
talking to them the right way is another. So I talk about how to piss a buyer off because if you piss a buyer off consistently, um, they're, they're going to stop. They're, they're going to ignore you. They're going to stop reading your email, stop answering your phone calls. And they basically disappeared as a buyer. And that's not a good thing. So I got to show you what you can do wrong. And then we flip that around and talk about how to do it right. How do you build that ultimate wholesale package? How do you take a property and sum it up with all the important details and the salient points that a buyer needs to see to be able to analyze it? I go through that. So we talk then how to control the buyers through to settlement. What's buyer control all about? Because when we get that done, remember, you as a wholesaler, you're relying on your buyer. They're coming up with the money. They're going to be the ones that need to get through the transaction. So it's your responsibility then to make sure that you choose a good one that can fulfill on it so that you take care of your motivated seller and so that you personally profit. So that's largely what we do on day one. I imagine there's a lot of folks who are attending for the first time. Do you have folks that come back and have attended a previous bootcamp? Yes. In fact, I have a lot of repeat people. So I've been letting people come back for life, right? Invest one time in the implementation bootcamp and you can attend as many times as you want for life. I do it three times a year. Okay. Usually a third of the room is, re is repeat people. Um, they're, they're coming back to get, to go deeper. They're coming back because what happens and the, the reason I want people to be able to do that is look, it, it, maybe it's like drinking from a fire hose. It, you know, it's just, there's a lot of information. You've got it. You only need to come one time and you've been fully trained, but kind of like a good book, sometimes you want to read it again. Yeah. Or you realize, okay, you know, when I first attended, I was stuck on on this, you know, first you were stuck on marketing, for example. Then you go out and you get good at your marketing and you got more deal flow coming in and you realize, hey, if I I want to go back again, because at this time I'm going to focus more on the negotiation side of things with Tom. And then you you start to convert more leads. And then then you come back again for a third time because you go, you know, I've, I've, I've been really good at marketing now. I've got my deal flow coming in. I've been really good at converting them. I'm more comfortable talking to people than ever before. Eh, but I'm still, well, maybe I'm nervous about the legal side of the business or some other little detail or even how to run the business as a business and not have it consume you because I spend a lot of time at the implementation bootcamp on that as well. That's something that uh, people love and they particularly grow with. My intermediate and advanced people love that part of it because they, they go, hey, you know, it's one thing to be doing the deals, but it's another thing to be making sure the business doesn't take over my life, mm. right? Keeping lifestyle at the center of everything. So um, yeah, there, there's big benefits to uh, repeating coming back again and again. Yeah, that's actually a, a great, feature or a great benefit that you've added because as, as everyone knows when you do cover something a second or third time you pick up on all the nuances of the stuff that um, weren't appropriate to where you were in your journey the first time but the second time around that you've got some experience under your belt then you can go deeper on some of the stuff that uh, you glossed over last time yeah absolutely and so it's that's kind of a big kind of it's a major benefit of the way i do it and i think sometimes People don't necessarily get that at the beginning. They think, oh, you know, uh, how many times do I want to go? Come back. There's no additional charge for it. I, I, want, I want you there because I want you to expand as a real estate investor. So day two now. Day two, I focus on contracts. <laughs> we start the day with a line-by-line -line contract review. I like to do it in the morning when everyone's fresh yeah. and crisp, and you're <laughs> right, because it's, it's legal contracts. And, and well caffeinated. Yes, well caffeinated, whatever you need to be to be super alert and awake. I, I will walk through the two main contracts that we use in the business, which is a, a pro buyer purchase agreement and the assignment contract. I walk through each of those 
line by line, word for word by word, sentence by sentence. And that way you understand it like the back of your hand. The benefit being that if you're sitting down with a seller and the seller says, hey, I don't understand clause seven. Well, you know exactly what to say to them and how to explain it because you just repeat what I told you at the boot camp. When you know these contracts like the back of your hand, it makes it so much easier for you to explain it to somebody else if they're unclear. It also gives you an enormous amount of confidence in what you're doing. And that confidence comes across, it's like a quiet confidence. It just comes across, you know, if you're sitting at that, at that seller's kitchen table, you, you know, and, and you're, they're asking, you know, what, what does this mean? And how do I explain this? And um, I, I've kept my contracts uh, very plain English, but there's still a couple legal terms mixed in. And so understanding what those are and how to explain them to somebody if they're confused or understanding what those are and why they protect you and why you shouldn't edit these things, all of that's important. So we spend a giant chunk of the day on day two doing that. That's helpful. I always bring in successful bootcamp students. So students that have gone through the implementation bootcamp and being successful, um, we spend time on day two talking with them, interviewing them, and it's, it's a hot seat session. So everybody in attendance gets to pepper them with questions and find out what's actually happening as well. That's great. They get the feedback from folks that have actually gone through it. Yep. Oh, which is which is very motivating for people because you know it's one thing to say, "Oh, I, I think I can do this." It's another thing to go, "Wow, I see how he did it, and I know I can be just like that." Right? Because you know, like, "Oh, wow, I really like what she had to say. Mm. I can do that too." And so it, it gives it gives people a, a stepping stone to that success. And it's nice to have those folks in the room so that on the breaks or after the day session, you you know that you can approach some of these folks and, and ask a, another question or go deeper on, on something that may be specific to what you're looking into or what you're interested in. Yes, but it, it's a beautiful session. People really love it. Nice. I also spend a lot of time talking about how to do wholesaling inside of your self-directed Roth IRA tax-free. It's a massive savings. If you think about how, how much you paid in taxes this year and what your tax bill was, Think about being able to eliminate that tax bill and keeping that money for yourself. Uh, most people are losing at least a third of what they make to taxes, mm. sometimes more, sometimes a little less. But if you figure on roughly a third, it means out of every $3, one's gone missing. When you can fix for that, and you can fix for that using the self-directed Roth IRA, and there's a couple other different kinds of accounts I go over as well. So I like to show people how that's done because wholesaling is perfect inside of these Roth IRAs. It just is a, it, it's simple. It's beautiful. It takes full advantage of the, of the tax-free benefits that, um, that the government's given us. It's one, of, it's one of the few gifts Uncle Sam has ever actually given us. Yeah, that's helpful. I don't think uh, a lot of people are aware of that as a benefit. So uh, it's, it sounds helpful that you're doing a deep dive on that. Yeah, that works well. Then I get into, I call it my time expander. Ah, it's like it's metaphysical time expansion. Uh, well, it's actually the number two complaint I hear from people is I just don't have enough time in the day. Hmm. Now, I guess if I said that's number two, I should tell you what number one is. Number one is I wish I would have started sooner. Okay. That's almost everyone's number one regret. I wish I would have started this sooner. So the solution is, well, start now. Because you know, the, the best time to plant an oak tree well, yeah, it was 50 years ago, but the second best time is right now. That addresses that problem. But the second problem, like how do I find the time and where do I find time in my day? I have, <laughs> this is the, kind of the inside baseball end of how I run my business. I talk through everything in here, Harry, from 
my protocols for how to get things done, how to carve time out to be able to get things done, no matter how busy your day is, how to consolidate everything, how to theme your days, how to live life backwards, how to find the, the hidden time in your day, how to leverage virtual assistants, how to use Google documents, how to do it all with zero employees, even down to things like what I eat or how I shower. I know that sounds a little odd. All of this makes a giant difference for how I'm able to run my business from anywhere at any time and not get bogged down by it because I've kept my total freedom at the absolute center of what I do. And what I do in this session is I teach people, this is how you run a business. This mm. is running a business like a business and even more importantly, running it like a lifestyle business. That way you still have a business functioning properly, but it's not overburdening you because there's nothing worse than just getting rid of your J-O-B, uh, getting rid of the prison of a job, but then moving into a prison cell that you just happen to own. Because that's what a lot of people do when they, when they start a business. They, they basically create their own prison cell. And that's mm -hmm. never made any sense to me. And it's because they're not taking these principles and keeping them at the beginning. So I'll show you how to get more time out of your day and also how to get more money out of what you already have. So it's not about earning anymore. It's actually looking at the money you're already making. I'll show you how you can get more out of it. And that, that's become a massive thing. In fact, a number of my students said that's how they got their marketing going was simply when I found them how to carve out an extra $300 a month out of what they're already making, they were able to use these techniques and launch their marketing campaigns. And I think uh, it's a session that would probably be an eye opener for folks that never learned some of these basics of how to be more productive with your time or, or how to be more efficient with your day. Absolutely. In fact, I mean, that's not something taught in school. And yeah, there's some books at the library or books at the bookstore about it, but Good luck. I mean, by the time you read all of them, I used to read a lot of that stuff years ago. So this is my distillation. Like this is what I use. I plucked all the best stuff and that's what I use and it's worked massively. And that's what I share and give to all my students at the implementation bootcamp. Good. Third day, we get into negotiation. Now that's one of my all time favorite topics. You've probably heard me talk about it on, on season one of the podcast. And I just, I love negotiating. There's, there's, cause you never make money faster than when you're negotiating. What I love is the amazement sometimes that I, I still have it, but I see it in students when they, and they come and they tell me stories of the negotiations where they went in and they, they, you know, they heard a really high price and they used the techniques I taught them to bring that price down and to actually watch a seller's price drop down massively and drop down to where you need it to be to make it into a deal is just a fantastic feeling. So we spend a lot of time going deep in the negotiation. I teach a lot of very specific techniques uh, in negotiation. We go through those in detail so you understand how to use them, when to use them, how to apply them and how to kind of memorize them and make them a part of you. It becomes it's a lot easier than you think when these things are broken down right. We go through that whole flow. Like what is the flow of negotiation supposed to be from the moment you start to talk to somebody, how you talk to them, and then how you use the different techniques? Because it's mix and match. Every conversation is going to go a little different. So I need to give you an overall framework for how that works. That way you can say, ah, I, I recognize this pattern now. And we talk a lot about that, the patterns that people have. That way you can kind of you recognize it. And if you've heard me tell stories about that before, and you've heard me role play out these before, then when it's actually happening to you, it's much easier to just get right into that flow and negotiate the price down correctly. 
I'm sure it's uh, strategic on your part to have negotiations as part of day three because you're sort of easing people into it. Um, and it's probably one of the pieces that they're a little bit more anxious about. That is an excellent point, Harry. What, what happens in reality is that there are negotiation lessons throughout all three days of the boot camp. What I wind up doing, though, is I focus in it intensely on that day three because it starts to bring it all together. And we can then really drill deep on the individual techniques. But throughout throughout the entire weekend, it's a three-day weekend, I, you know, I, I do the event on a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, it's nonstop negotiation because one of the things you recognize as a negotiator is that everything in life is a negotiation. You don't have a choice. You're negotiating with your spouse. You're negotiating with your kids. You're negotiating with your boss. And you're very definitely negotiating with motivated sellers. And you're definitely negotiating with your buyers and sometimes with your settlement attorneys, settlement agent, escrow officers, everything's a negotiation. So we're talking about negotiation throughout. But then what I like to do is take all the lessons that occurred throughout the three days and wrap them together, bring them together and, and teach it formally. Because then I find that that's been the best way for people to understand it and absorb it. Makes sense. Then there's the other key piece of the business, and that's marketing. How do we get your marketing right? Now that you know how to handle people, you know how to handle buyers, you know how to handle the exit strategy, you know how to figure out the repair costs, you, you, you know it all. Now it's how do we find these people? And what I like to do when we drill deep in on negotiation at the boot camp is what is it? What are those? What are the five elements of the successful marketing campaign? What six things do you need to be doing to get these to get your marketing moving to get the most motivated sellers contacting you? How do we use the MLS for that? How do we use the MLS if you are an agent and have access on your own? How do you use the MLS if you're not an agent and don't have access to it? How do you find deals outside of the MLS? That way you're not competing against everyone else as well. We cover all of that in the marketing section. That way you understand what's happening. Because learning how to connect with a motivated seller at their base level, to connect with them at the problem they're having and show them that you can address it, that's the key to making them pick up the phone and calling you. What do you think are some of the biggest ahas when people go through that marketing module? One of the biggest ahas is the fact that they're not doing enough of it. We talk about the need to just do it and get out there and make it happen. And, and yet people get wrapped up in the other parts of the business. I always find this amusing. It's, I told you, I love negotiation. It's fun. It's sexy. It's fantastic. And I love contracts or something. And I love all these other parts of the bit, but until you get your marketing right, the rest of the business isn't going to matter. So this is the first bridge that needs to be crossed and we got to cross it right. And so what I find strange sometimes is people want to get wrapped up in the part that they find more interesting, <laughs> but you, you've, I've really got to make a good marketer out of you and a consistent marketer out of you. And so I show you how to break that down so, to make it easy. That way you are going, okay, I've got my repetition down. I've got my consistency down. It's not going to be that difficult because I find marketing is one of the biggest mysteries uh, therefore, that tends to have some fear around it. So mm. my job is to demystify it, shine light on it, make you understand it, understand how to do it, how to do it consistently. Because through that demystification process, now you're not afraid of it anymore and you're going to get out there and do it and do it consistently. Also on day three, Harry, we cover like how do you build an offer? It's because it, it can't just be any offer. You've got to make it an enticing offer. We've talked to them in the negotiation. We figured out what their hot buttons are. We figured out what what their you know what their itch is. Now we got to know how to scratch it. And as we as we construct a proper offer, we need to scratch that itch. 
with the offer so they know that it solves their problem. And there's an art to doing that. Uh, how we, not just what the offer is, but how we present it. So I walk you through how to build the offer and how to present it. Those are very important things to getting, moving them to saying yes. We also go through, how do you inspect a property? And we've talked about figuring out the repair costs. So uh, now as you're looking at the property, what do we got to do to figure out what's wrong with it? How are we inspecting it? How can some of the things we find in inspection tie into the negotiation? And how do some of the things we find in the inspection tie into choosing the correct buyer? So all this stuff, it, I teach it in layers. Uh, like I'll spend a couple of days loading up the plane and then we take off because you start to see how all the pieces come together. All the different layers you've been taught, they're all like overlapping circles and mm. interlocking pieces. So it's, it's very modular like that. Um, I also walk through some important things that people miss. Like, you know, do they have a credibility package? Uh, how do you build a credibility package? Why should you build a credibility package? What belongs in that credibility package? Because this is one of the things that's going to eliminate a lot of your competition. Each and every piece of the puzzle is designed to make you stronger as an investor, to make your relationship with that motivated seller be stronger. It's also designed to kind of crush out and destroy any competition along the way. Uh, so that's that's always an interesting thing when, when people realize, oh, almost everything they've been taught is, is meant to have multiple points to it. It's making you better. It's improving the relationship with your motivated seller, making it more likely for that motivated seller to say yes. At the same time, it's kind of crushing out and destroying the competition as we go, which is which is very cool. Uh, also talk a lot about basic problems that I see people have, the, the pitfalls that so many people fall into that we can avoid if we just know where they are. So th think about it as somebody being able to stand there on the road and say, hey, watch out for that problem. There's an accident in the head. Avoid that pothole. I spend a lot of time doing that as well on day three. And then we wrap it up. Three days with me, you've been trained. You've got it all and you've got everything you need to to be able to uh, move ahead. So it sounds like it's definitely a comprehensive three days. And I think what's interesting is the fact that you don't have to come in with any previous education on the topic. And especially if you're new, then you come in with a fresh set of eyes and a fresh set of ears. Um, so you don't have to unlearn any bad habits. Um, so that's a benefit as well. I like the fact that you have uh, students there who have taken the class and the fact that uh, even if this is your first time and you feel like this is a lot, there's always that comfort in knowing you can come back and take the, the class uh, when it presents itself a second time. So it seems that the, there's a lot being offered over the three days. And I think this was a great opportunity to get, give people a little behind the scenes sneak peek at what's going on uh, during one of these boot camps. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. And, and Harry, let me mention one more thing because you because you made me think of it. If If you're brand new, fantastic you're you know you got a blank blank slate we've got a white piece of paper we're going to fill that up and you're going to understand the process if if there are things to unwind in your head maybe you've been to other trainings or you've been doing things a different way then one of the benefits is you can see the entirety of my system and then retool what you're doing and we are going to spend some time about saying all right this is what works this is why this works and let's eliminate some of the things that maybe you're not doing right, you're doing wrong, or they're bad habits. So we're going to break some of those old bad habits and move on. The other thing that happens, I get a lot of times, is, hey, surprise, surprise, I'm not the only real estate training uh, across America. And um, there are a lot bigger trainings and a lot more famous name trainings. And I always have a decent chunk of people that have been to those kind of trainings. And they're going, you know, I spent a lot of money, <laughs> usually exponentially more than they've spent with me. And I didn't get anywhere with it, or it just doesn't make sense, or I feel like a piece was being held back from me. And then they're always relieved. They go, Tom, you didn't hold anything back. 
Like everything was given to me. I said, absolutely. And so let me speak to that kind of person very directly. If you've been in another program and it hasn't worked for you, if you've emptied out your retirement account or your bank account or your 401k to pay for some of these very pricey programs, you're probably not going to get your money back from them. But what you can do is draw a line under that experience and move on. Draw a line under it and move on. And that's what I'm going to teach you how to do. Where you're going to make a, I think it's a very modest investment in my program, and you're going to earn everything back and more. So everything you've spent that you feel like you've thrown away, uh, you're going to earn that back and more. And I say that because that's question, that, that statement's come up a lot lately. People are almost feeling like they've been ripped off by some you know, particularly big programs or they, they, they went for it. They thought, oh, if I just sign up for this, I'm suddenly going to make money. But folks, I take the very opposite approach. Uh, you are going to have to do some work and I, I'm not, I can't, um, I can't sugarcoat that. You've got to do some work and you've got to put some effort in. It's not going to be the most difficult thing you've ever done, but you do have to do it. This isn't the most complicated thing you've ever done, but you do actually have to do it. So it's not a matter of just, Hey, come to the boot camp. It's going to start raining money. No, it's come to the boot camp and learn how, when you implement what I teach you, again, I call it the implementation boot camp for a reason implement what I teach you, and then it can start renting money for you. But you've got to be able to put in that amount of work. So if you've been disappointed with other trainings in the past, I don't think you'll be disappointed this time. And if you've been disappointed on other trainings in the past and spent a lot of money on those other trainings in the past, draw a line under it, move on. Let me teach you what to do and how to do it, and you'll earn all that money back and more. So where's the best place for folks to see the list of upcoming events? Sure. Two places. So if you go to gettractionpodcast.com, the website for this podcast, and click on the events link, you'll see all my upcoming events. It's got boot camps in there. I've got my one-day masterclasses I do all across the country. And if there's an event coming up that's anywhere near you, I've had people, you know, they'll drive a couple hours to grab an event, or maybe I'm going to be in your local area, or you want to come out to Washington, D.C. Fantastic. You'll see all the events there. It also has all my three-day boot camps for the upcoming year as well. So go to gettractionpodcast.com, click on events. If it's the boot camp specifically that you're interested in, go to tractionrealestatementors.com and then click on the link for implementation boot camp. And you can read all about the boot camp. You'll see what you get, what it's all about, how it works, and you can get all more information there. And then you'll be able to check availability and sign up right there. That's tractionrealestatementors.com. Well, thanks again, Tom, for another episode chock full of uh, fantastic information for our audience. Thanks, Harry. Thanks for listening. Your next step is to visit GetTractionPodcast.com. There you'll find all current episodes and a link to download a free copy of Tom's Deal Flow Cheat Sheet. Happy wholesaling. 